1: Truly, we thank the Lord for being here this day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you in all that you're doing all that you're going to do. Now, Father, I ask you to bless the broadcast on today that it might stir up someone's heart and mind that they may go forth and be that which you would have them to be. And that one that's holding on and doing that which is pleasing in your sight, I ask you to move in a special way in their life that they'll be able to go forth a higher heights and a deeper depths in you. I praise you, I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially for you. I do. I do. And I would love for some of you, amen, that have not did it, tell somebody about the broadcast in the time that you are hearing the broadcast. It would be a blessing to us. Amen. We're thanking God and how the Lord is moving. We got we have a few people that we normally Hadn't heard from, amen, God has blessed us to hear from him. I'm still rejoicing about that. I'm rejoicing about how we are trying to go a higher heights and a deeper depths in the Lord. Not according to what I feel, but according to what his direction. Amen. Uh, could see, the Bible tell me that if I be faithful, In a few things, he's going to make me ruler over many. And that's what I'm trying to be. I really am trying to be faithful in a few things. Yes, I hear preachers. They are not preaching the gospel. They are uh, criticizing this and criticizing that person and this person. But do it all. How many times have you heard of? let you know that Christ is the way, amen, the truth and the life. No man cometh by the Father except by him. I believe that, amen. I believe that he was the word of God before, and he's the word of God when he was here, and he's the word of God after they crucified that flesh. Amen. Amen. And and because I believe that, I believe that we're going to have to give an account one day. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I believe that. I believe that there is a judgment day and there is a time of giving an account, amen, of the deeds done in our mortal bodies. Amen. A lot of times we look at it Uh, We say, well, I did this, and I'm no worse than that person. I'm no worse than this person. And and you know, we all, every one of us can make ourselves look good. Even if we are angry with someone, we can make ourselves look good, and they look bad. Why? Because of the fact that they are that bad person. They did, they deserved worse than what we are doing. We was only trying to do the right thing, but they was doing the wrong thing. So therefore, I'm angry with them because of that. And you know, it sounds good in your ears, but the truth of the matter is your heart. Oh, peoples of God, your heart tells the truth. Yes, yes. Listen, I'm telling, I'm telling you, what's in your heart, you know, if nobody else know, you know, but you know it's gonna come a day in all those things that was done in our natural body, and and those things, whatever the motive was behind it, I don't know, you know, and somebody else might know. But the truth of the matter is God knows. Yes, the Bible let us know that he knows the intents of our heart. Amen. Amen. And if he knows the intents of our heart, then guess what? Uh, I can't fool him. Now, I can fool some of you. I can say that I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But at the same time, uh, God knows the real James. Where He knows the real person and who I'm confessing and who I'm possessing. And you know, it's gonna come a time at the end. You know what? Let's let let's just get to the scripture, and I'll let the Bible. Go. Amen. I'm gonna turn to Matthew. Uh. Now, Matthew 20, chapter, and I'll, and I'll start reading around the 30, first verse, yes. It says, And when the Son of Man shall come in his glory. Remember, the Lord is coming back. Whether we believe it or not, He, that's the Bible said, when they sit, gauging, looking, up in the cloud as he left and got out of sight you know how we uh well i don't know so much now uh, because i'm in in uh bright lights but back in the day we would see a little jet and it would just go 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 and pretty soon it would get out of sight because see i never seen a big airplane uh, in real life Until I was almost grown So all the little Airplane that we seen It was either on TV Or way 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 Up in the air but nevertheless uh, uh, The Bible says When he come uh, Now he's coming Back the same way He left When he come in his Glory And all the holy angels with him. Then shall he sit upon the throne of glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations. And listen now, and he shall separate them from the the goat. You know that day it's going to be something, believers. You know why I say that? The reason I say it's going to be something is because it's going to be a day that you're going to see some people that you really, really, really thought was on target and they're going to be separated in the goat category. What? Yes, they're going to be separated in the goat category. And then that one that you thought, well, ain't no way that they're making it in. So they did this, they did that, and they was doing this and doing that. And lo and behold, that person going to be in the sheep category. Oh, really? Yes, really. You know why? Because of the fact that God knows the heart. God knows. Now, we often say that when we want to do what we want to do, oh yeah, when we want to do what we want to do, we definitely say, God knows my heart, but that ain't what you're saying. You're saying, shut up, leave me alone. Uh, You ain't my judge, okay? Now, they may, they don't say that uh, verbatim. They don't say that from their lips, but what they do say is, "God is going to judge me one day." Now they may say it in in uh a, a, a throw off manner, but it is coming a judgment, and it's going. God's going to judge you not only. He's going to judge the intents of the heart, what was really in your heart. You know, uh, people can say, Brother Will, I love you. And in the midst of them saying, I love you, they don't mean it a bit more than nothing. And you know why? Because in their heart, they just that's just the right thing to tell somebody. But for is them saying that they really, really love a person. They are love with self. And when we are in love with self, we cannot see God's will, God's plan for our life. It's very difficult for us to look past self and say, okay, this is the will of God. No, it's all about pleasing self. And when we get in that condition, then we get in a problem. The way came in his glory, and he gathered all nations. Now I understand that all nations have not heard the gospel. All of them, some gonna be judged according to what they saw and know. Yes, I. You say, well, brother, West, uh uh, you made it to tell me somebody's going to get to heaven without uh, knowing, uh, saying that Jesus is Lord? No, ma'am. No, sir. I believe that scripture said that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Now, they might have had a, a, a conviction of God, but then in that day, they will know who God is. Who Jesus is. I just believe that. Now, I could be ever so wrong, but I, I'm i not taking any chances. No, ma'am. No, sir. I believe that uh, individuals say that they love God, and I believe that Jesus will be revealed to them because, see, you can't be narrow-minded to believe that, okay, uh, Let's say in 20 years ago, in a foreign backwooded place, they didn't have the gospel. They didn't have a gospel track. They didn't have this. They didn't have that. But then they had some sign to know that there was a God. And when Christ appeared, they going to know that is God. That's who we believe in. Now, somebody else might have a different point of view, and you have that right. But I believe that, and when every nation, it didn't say a few nations, it didn't say America, no, ma'am, only, no, no, it didn't say that. See, now, we are focused in being, think that, well, everybody got to do it the way that America did. No, you was judged according to your knowledge. Let me give you an example, believer. Some of you got saved. If you can remember back, I I can very, very, very verbally. I can remember in 1976, March, I surrendered my life to Christ. And I mean, he blessed me. He blessed me. Now, I didn't know too much of this or too much of that, but I did know that I was repenting of my sins. And because I was repenting of my sins, then I believed that hearing the gospel that the preacher had been preaching at, at the time that you got James well what you want, but you lost what you had. And I believe I saw how he tied, saw the, the in getting his uh, Goliath kill. He got his way, but he didn't get what he wanted. He lost what he had. So I was in the position that I thought I wanted the world and all that dwelled in that. And I got the world, but I lost. The ones that were very close to me. And I began to seek God and ask him to deal with. Now somebody else didn't have to do, didn't go through what I went through. So be it. That's a blessing if you didn't go through what I went through. But you know what? I thank God that I went through what I went through to be able to say that I believe Jesus. I know that Jesus will transform your life. I know that Jesus will heal your body. Amen. Those that if it's not time for you to get out of here, and I'm telling you, and you believe in God, he will send forth a healing. Oh, and I know you don't even have to have a doctor. Oh, yes, I know. Listen, I know that the Bible says, physician, heal yourself on one occasion. I know that the Bible says, he that is sick is healed, need no physician. So, and you turn that around, physician is for that person that is sick. I'm not against the physician, but I'm saying God can heal you both ways. Amen. I want you to know. I believe that he will use uh, knowledge of somebody that have studied and did went for, in order to let you know that you can do thus and thus to be here. Listen, I went thirty days uh, uh, a while back, uh, not eating any meat, and I did it not because nobody persuaded me but i was just talking to this man and this gentleman said you know they asked me uh the doctor said well i had high blood pressure and i had high cholesterol and lo and behold he read a book about being uh uh you are what you eat and he said he poured off a uh meat, period. He went cold turkey and he just did. It. Now, the first three days, I don't know. I just thought the man was talking to me. He didn't know me and probably if I saw him today, I wouldn't even know the man. It was just a one-time conversation. We was waiting at, at, the, at the store, sitting in the chair, because his wife and uh, 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 Sister Dill was shopping, and uh, I was sitting there talking to him, and lo and behold, looked like that man was speaking in my spirit. Now, because I'm already small, I went cold turkey just like he did. First three days, it was rough. Man looked like I could smell a hamburger, smell chicken and everything. But after that, After that, uh, three days, it started getting better and better, and I started eating vegetables. I don't eat fruits, so I couldn't eat the fruits and nuts like he did, but I started eating nothing but vegetables, and lo and behold, I felt better, but the problem was I started losing weight. I lost eight pounds in a month. And lo and behold, I say, wait a minute, I I got to do something. So I went back to fish and chicken. I went back to that, not because I I was losing too much weight and I'm already little. I didn't want to get real, real little. Uh, I would have looked like I'm sick or whatever. But nevertheless, I said that for a point. My point is that I was willing to hear what this man said and did what I need to do. And I didn't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. They always told me my cholesterol on the borderline, and they always say, you're a borderline diabetic, and I just don't accept it. Even though my mom, my dad passed with uh Taking diabetic shots I I just say, Lord If I just do the right thing And eat the right way So I eat, I was eating According to Leviticus Anyway, Leviticus The 11th chapter and, and I was doing real well With that, but I did better when I did That, it's just a mere fact But, okay, let me Get back, I'm on my subject To what I was saying now, he said that they're going to be gathered together in all nations. And he's going to divide the sheep from the goat. Now, we can say that we know this person is a goat. We can say we know this person is a sheep. We don't know their heart. I promise you, it's very, very easy to deceive somebody else. Oh, yeah. Because they're only seeing you a a little while. But now a husband and a wife know whether they tell it or not. They know whether that person is really all they they say they are. They may not tell them. They may not want to bring them down. They may not want to put the message out. But guess what? They really know. The children really know, because children want you. They may not have, well, now it's a new generation. It's a new generation of children, and these generation of children will say things that I wouldn't dream about saying to their parents, you know. But back to what I'm saying, they know you. They know who you are. Are you really living the life in the midst of them? And they are no. But whether you are or whether you're not, on that day when he separates the sheep and the goat, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goat on his left. Now, wow. He's going to separate it, divide it, and no doubt these people, well, what we sitting over here for, I don't know. Well, what you think they do? I don't know. He just puts some of us over here, some of us over there. 34 yeah. verse and shall the king say unto them that on his right hand come ye. Blessed are my father inherit the kingdom prepared for from the foundation. Of the world, you hear that? It was prepared for you from the foundation of the world, and you know why it was prepared for you from the foundation of the world? Because God is unpresent, unknown. Uh, he's omnipresent. He knows every omniscient. He knows everything. So He knew that you was gonna be there. And, and he prepared a place for you. Amen. And he said, I was hungry and you gave me meat. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was uh, a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you closed uh, me. I was sick. Oh wow! Listen, I was sick, and ye visit me, and I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Now listen, I can remember a while back when I was just starting pastoring. uh, We turned out the church, and we was having church just had started from Sunday the Sabbath. I know we'll forget this, and this man came by, and he was kind of tipsy, and he said, y'all judge at me, but I tell you what, y'all had did what the Bible told y'all to do. He said, the Bible tell you to go into prison. Now, believe it or not, that man, when he said that somebody would have say, man go on uh, uh be about your business but no what he said is stuck in my mind and that following week i went to the um uh, uh jail and i began to talk to, to try to find out when can can could i come into prison when i wasn't working and lo and behold the lord Fixed it that I was able to come there the first time on a Thursday afternoon. I was driving truck, running around, and I was at home that Thursday afternoon. And lo and behold, I started the prison ministry because of that drunk. Yes, that man that was uh, not living what he should have been living, because if he hadn't been living it, he wouldn't have been drinking. And nevertheless, but that was the beginning. And I wind up going through the procedures and going and taking the tests and the things to get in the prison. I became a chaplain at the, uh, the Divergence Center. Not only that, I, we was going to the state prison And we was going to the uh, jailhouse, uh, and I was visiting the prison. I was in DeKalb, Fullerton County, and Hartwick Hartwick Prison. I was uh, at the Divergent Center. At that time, they moved off of Peachtree street. So I was doing all that. Why? Because of what that man said when we was turned out. I tell you what, I'm going to have to go on break. I'll be back in a minute, a couple of minutes or so. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God. We thank the Lord for you, you, and you. Listen, I'm looking forward to hearing from some of you. If you would, uh send us a text, or send us an email, or do the old-fashioned thing. Write us a letter, and we'll be more than happy to respond. We would love to hear from some of you. Or go a little step further and tell somebody about the broadcast. When you hear the broadcast, we sure would appreciate it. It would be a blessing to us. Amen. Praise God. All right. All right. We're going. We are not in Atlanta today, but we are going to be there very soon. I'm hoping I'll be there uh, next Thursday if the Lord say the same, if not the following. All right, but let's get back to the Word. Now, I was talking about uh, Jesus coming back in his glory, sitting on the throne, and I was saying about he was calling the sheep and the goat. everybody. And he put the goats on his left, and he put the sheep on his right. And then the king said to the ones on the right, I was hungry, you gave me to eat, I was thirsty, you gave me to drink, and I was in prison, you visit me, and that's where we stopped. Now, let me tell you something, believers. Well, let's go on and read. Uh, oh, yeah, they said he was naked yeah. and they uh, him. And then shall the righteous answer uh, him, saying, Lord, when uh, saw we hungry and you fed the uh, thirsty and we gave you something to drink? Right, when saw we a stranger so you have been a stranger and we took you in for naked and they closed you uh, when saw ye sick Lord we know you is the great healer so now when have we saw you sick okay uh, and then uh, uh, and we uh, and then the king will ask the I say unto them, Valley, I say unto you, In so much as ye have uh, done it unto the least of my brethren, ye have done it to me. Then shall they say unto them, Unto the left hand. Let me say something about that. All right. Now, I know some of you, Uh, that's listening to me, you pay your tithes faithfully to the church Billy. Now Malachi 3 and 8 is not a good scripture but they use that scripture out of context to make you feel guilty about paying your tithes. And you give to the church but then you have other needs. You know what? Uh, I wouldn't be on the radio if I didn't have a few people, just a few, I'm, I'm not talking about a lot of people, now. just a few people love Brother Ware ministry enough that they be a blessing to me and keep me on the air. Now, wait a minute, what you saying, Brother Ware, I'm saying there's been situations that you both gave in the name of the Lord and you chose not to do that, believers. You chose not to do that because I ain't giving to the Lord. I put my calves and my offering in the church and you were satisfied. I'm sorry, that is not giving unto God. Giving unto God is when you see a spiritual need to meet that need. So many people got it twisted in this damn time. And they got it like that because the ministers had given it to peoples like that to make you feel that, oh, I'm right with God because I pay my tithes and offerings. I give my tithes and offerings. But if you go back, don't take Brother word for it. If you just go back to Malachi, the, the last book in the Old Testament, the last book, and just read what that said, that never, never told you to put it in the church house. No, ma'am, it didn't tell you that. No, sir, it didn't tell you that. Now, do you supposed to give your time? Oh, yes, you should give time. But do you, uh, uh, what you mean, then, brother? Where well, that sound confusing? First, you say I don't suppose to. Then now you say I suppose to. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not saying that you should give unto God. Now they use the scripture, and and I'm gonna have to turn to it, now. not to misquote it. So Malachi three and eight. Oh God. Ye have me. Uh ye have wronged me. But ye says, ye say, Wherein will we wrong thee? In tithes and offering. And ye are cursed with the curse. For ye are wrong me. Now wait a minute, believers, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now if you are in Christ. The curse have been taken away. Any curse, not just one curse, any curse have been taken away. Number one. So that's not speaking about that. Uh, it may be speaking about the finance. Yeah. uh Why? Wait a minute. Now let's see. Let's go a little further. Don't stop there, brother. Where? Let's read a little further. Bring ye all the ties. Until the storehouse, wait a minute, where in the Bible, correct me please, where in the Bible ever God called the church house a storehouse of the Lord? No, that was for the Leviticus priesthood, and they had a storehouse for the poor and for the priests, that they didn't work, they didn't own anything. Why? Because of the fact that they were servants of the Most High God. So since they were servants of the Most High God, then they had to have food to eat. They had to have things to put on. So that's what people did. They brought 10% of their earning of what, what they grow or what they had. That's what they did. They brought 10%. Oh, yes, and they gave it to the storehouse of the Lord. And if you want to go deeper, and I'm not going there today, but if you want to go deeper, you'll find out that they had other taxes and other things that tidings that they should do. But anyway, it said bring you all the tithes unto the storehouse that it may be me in my house. Guess what? If you're your money in a church building and you saying that's me in that house, go there and try to ask them for about a few hundred dollars. Or uh, go there and ask them for uh, this or that um, uh, money to get your automobile or uh, you need to get your automobile fixed or uh, you need to do this. Now, if you wanted the right-hand deacons, then that's different. If you wanted to write in preachers, then that's different. Yes, you can get along, But I'm talking about the everyday saint. You cannot get along, And I'm not trying to tell nobody against paying, giving your tithing. I'm not. But what I am saying, that is more to it than as you have uh, said, to give, to the building, uh, to the ministry. No, ma'am, you give where it is a need. Then are you giving unto God. And and when you do that, God will bless you. Oh, yeah, finance. Now, I understand their concept that they say, if you want some money, you got to plant some money, seed. I, the Bible never called money seeds, never. All the time that I ever read, maybe I need help in that, all the time that I ever read, money was not seed. The word was the seed. And and he said, all right, uh, as they bring it unto the storehouse of the Lord, and Wait a minute. And prove ye me now, where will shall the Lord uphold? if I will open up the windows of heaven and pour ye out a blessing that ye shall have no room, enough room to receive it. Now, they say, see there, this is why you need to pay your tithe. Let me tell you something. God bless you before you got in the church. He blessed you after you got in the church and he blessing you now that you're in the church. Okay? You don't receive a, a a blessing because we are not under that covenant. We don't we have welfare system. I remember when I was a kid and some of you that's hearing me can say the same thing. When I was a kid Poor peoples, poor black people, let me just make it plain. Poor black people had to go down town to the barn, what they called the a city barn. They had a place that once a month you can get uh chicken in the can, big homily, you can get government cheese, and you can get those things and that was the way that America did the black now now what happened is John F Kennedy came to be the president and because he was young he had a different mindset he said but wait a minute if the whites have to, can get full stamp then every America should get full stamp if they're not able and uh they wind up killing him That's why they uh, got rid of him, because the things that he did for the blacks, even though he didn't run on those things, he betrayed them, kind of like the guy uh, in Alabama, uh, Lester Maddox. He ran against the blacks, but he got in and did more for the blacks at that time. So you know, I, I and I ain't trying to get in politics because I don't know enough about that. I have to call a, a friend of mine's, a sister that she been she been in polit- she know about politics way 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 more than Brother Ware. Well. And I ask, I hear something, and I te- I call her, and she'll tell me. Uh, she a mother in the church, but she been in politics alone, not in it. In it. I'm um, saying not she she not running for office, but she understand the pros and the cons. I don't. I just go by what I hear. But now let's go on a little further. Then I'm gonna go back to our word where we were and say, open up the window, pull you out of bed, And you let my hand rose in the And I rebuke the uh the vows in your for the ground and on and on. We, we are not there, okay? But guess what? When you give, when you have a mindset to give unto God, you just don't give in your church. Yes, you should give because if you're uh, you going in your fellowship and God, you feel that God puts you there then you need lights, you need gas, you need. You want to be there in comfort. So, but, but the, these ministers to live like uh, millionaires and live like uh, the world uh, where the, the finance of this and the finance of that, because they're getting it off of your funds, Your back, your ties, as you call it, that's not right. Okay? Now, whether they, whether you chose to do different or not, brother, where it don't have, I'm just giving, I'm a messenger. I'm giving what God has given to me. You need to give to people's, be a blessing. I'm not telling you don't give to your church believers but you need to be a blessing to peoples that need. I can't tell you how many people have been a blessing down through the years, amen, to me when I was in desperate need. And and guess what? I, I, I'm not just saying that because they gave to me. I done did the same thing. I have given to people. That was in desperate need. At the time when the Holy Spirit moved upon my heart to give this or to give that, I have did it. And it is a blessing. Amen. But let me go on. Keep on. I ain't going to even get the other scripture. All right. And then it said man when he saw uh, him uh, and it took him, he said, We saw we naked and we saw it, and we closed thee. Or we saw we sick and are uh, in prison. And mm-hmm. he came into the King answered, uh, mm-hmm. and said unto them, Valley, I see, insomuch as ye have did done this. Um, Ye have done it in me. That's how you give to the Lord, believers. And then it goes on to say, Then shall they they that were, uh, I'm sorry, then shall he say unto them on his left left hand, Depart from me. Ye were cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why was he saying they cursed into everlasting fire? He didn't tell them that they're going to burn forever. He, he said this fire was prepared for the devil and his angels. Why? Because they never died. They was created to live forever. And so that fire going to burn forever. All right? He said, For I was hungry, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was, oh, wait a minute, I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. I was naked, and ye closed me not. Sick and in prison, and ye visit me not. Then shall they... Also answered unto him, saying, "Lord, when saw we thee hungry, uh we, uh, 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 God, we ain't seen you hungry. We ain't saw you in the uh, sick, a uh, stranger, naked, sick, uh, in prison, and did not minister to thee?" If we had a soul with you, Lord, we would have did something. We would have really did something. Let me tell you something. Some of you, you wouldn't help nobody if you need that, that. They just lazy. They just this. They just that. Now, now, wait a minute. Let me make myself plain. Now, I'm not saying to that person that uh, to go and just help. There are people that you don't know that person. You got to be praying. And let me say, tell you a story. Right quick, I was, uh, it, um, that was before my deceased wife died. And we was at, we was going to see one of the graduates uh, at the school. She was getting ready to graduate, and we went there. And on our way there, we decided she wanted uh, some soup or something, So we stopped by the Waffle House, and this guy came up and he said, excuse me, sir, can you help me with some food? Now, I could have bought the guy food, but I didn't do it. And I went on and got in the thing, got in the car, and my wife said at that time, she said, well, why you didn't buy his food and and you could have gave it? And how you know? That, that that man wasn't the Lord. I say, uh, uh, you must don't know, here in America, is you white, you can get a job. You can go in there to the Waffle House, and they will give you something to eat, and you can tell them that they'll work for it. She say, but still, that ain't for you to judge. It's for you to be a blessing. And I turned around the car, To give the man, uh, go in there and pay for him something to eat. And I didn't see him. And I went, it was a service station not too far from the Waffle House. I thought he walked over there. He wasn't there. And I felt bad about that a long time because of the fact how I did know that was an angel of the Lord. The Bible says, Beware you have entertained angels. Unaware, so I could have been. He could have been an angel, unaware. But you know, I lost out that time. But I never lost out again after that. I make it a point. Uh, uh, if you say you want something to eat, I'm not gonna give you no money. I'm gonna go in there and pay for whatever they got to give. The person, if I'm led of the Lord, because some people be standing up smoking cigarettes, and and I'm just saying smoking cigarettes, or uh, uh, you can tell that they own some type of substance, and I, and that's that's a different story. But that person, that person that I feel led of the Lord, I will buy their food and let the people know, feed them for whatever. And I would leave it at that. So I learned from that one thing. I learned, I really learned from that one time. I felt so bad after that. I mean, I went a whole week. I even went back up there another time, uh, about two or three days later, hoping I could see that person standing around, uh, and, and I didn't. But I learned from that experience. That was a teaching experience for me. So he said, look, you're going to the pond and to everlasting fire that was prepared for the devil and his angel. For well, I saw you, I, I was homeless and you gave me not. Yes? Yes, I know what it feels like. Oh, and I was thirsty, and you gave me not to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. I was naked,
0: and you clothed me
1: not. Some of you got so many clothes in your uh closet, you, you just don't have clothes enough for somebody uh, you can't put no more in there. But yet, you're not home to say, you know what, that guy there, bro, you standing on the corner, Uh, this person homeless, you ain't going to give them a soup. Why? Uh, Give them a this or that. So he was sent in prison and ministered to them. Um, and then he answered. In and say "Valley, I said unto you, so much ye did not one, and you did it not do the one uh, of the least of them. You did it not unto me. Thee they shall go away to everlasting punishment with in uh, righteousness unto life." Eternal. So the righteous gonna have life eternal and because and, that's what we're working for, everlasting life. But the sinner gonna go into damnation and they're going to be in the lake of fire. How long they're gonna be there, I don't know. I know they're gonna just, uh, be there. They might burn a million years. I don't know. I ain't trying to figure that out because I ain't going, I ain't planning on trying to go. But let me say this, whatever you're doing, do it unto the Lord. That's my thing. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're giving, give it unto the Lord. Be mindful, be prayerful, and allow the Lord to begin to bless you. And I assure you that he will do that. I was gonna go into Amos and I was gonna go uh another scripture into Malachi. But uh, When you get a chance, read Malachi the first verse, uh, because that's the problem. And read Amos the fifth uh chapter and the uh, 21st verse. It tell you God despised the stuff we doing in the church and we not taking it away from the church. We are not. We are not taking it away from the church. We are taking it, uh, doing things in the form of God. Yes, in the form of God, we are doing that. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for this word, God, to let us know to be prepared to be a blessing to someone that you have blessed us to be a blessing. And Father, we thank you. I praise you, Lord. And that one that is not saved, give them a mind that they may repent and follow righteousness, that they may do that which you would have them to do. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. If you need my telephone number for prayer or for any question or whatever, you can reach me by dialing 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. I'd be more than happy to return your call and pray or talk to you. Listen, Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.